Hello and welcome back to HCS Weekly. I'm your host, Shyway. And guys, today's episode is a fun episode, all right? It's a fun episode, especially if you are a fan of content creation. If you want to be become a part of the content creation world in Halo, if you're trying to make a name for yourself in Halo, myself included, this is a great episode to tune in because we have a general theme for today's episode, and that theme is the HCS Grassroots Program. I have two individuals I'm bringing on the show to talk about this. It's going to be a great time. But of course, before we get into that, guys, make sure you stick around to the end of the show. Tony, throw up the graphic. We've got a team pass to give away at the end of the show. You and three of your lucky friends can compete in this upcoming event, UGC St. Louis. This is a huge event, guys. Unprecedented in the history of HCS. We've sold over 128 team passes so far, so you want to be a part of this. But let's get into the topic today. And also, I guess this is our Christmas episode. We've got next week, we've got Christmas, and then we have New Year's. So we're going to have to try to figure out how to fit all that in, but Merry Christmas, guys. <laughs> anyway, let's get into the topic, HCS Grassroots. I'm excited to bring on our first guest. He is running HCS Social Media. He's got a history in content creation. You saw that sick montage. Welcome, Muggsy, to the show. Hey, thanks hey, for having man, me, Hey, man, how's it going? Good, how are you? Yeah, no problem. Good, man. I was wondering, are you at the H? Or sorry, the, uh, the 343 offices right now? Yeah, I am. Uh, we have a little, yeah, what's it like over little there? office room for... Uh, the HCS team, that's where I'm sitting right now. We, nice, we also have man, like our, sure. our desks out there and stuff. This is like our esports room. You can tell by the nice. banners behind me. Yeah, no, I saw them earlier. You have like the whole lineup going there. It looks comfortable, man. I, I'd love to see what that's like yeah, someday. Yeah, we'll see. For sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I'd love to get into this and start from the beginning because, of course, you know, you don't just jump into social media on HCS. It's a big role. You've got a lot of history with Halo. Um, not only are you running social media, you were a content creator. We saw that amazing montage in the beginning of this video. So I'd like to know, how did you first get into Halo? How did you first discover and get into content creation? Yeah, sure. Uh, I got into Halo. Um, uh, with Halo 3, is like when I really dove into actually playing. That was the first Halo that I owned. I didn't have an X, an original yeah. Xbox like one of my cousins did, and I would kind of play Halo 1 and 2 over there. But uh, Halo 3 was the first one that I owned, that I bought, and got to play a lot. And uh, I got into content creation by just simply wanting to put my gameplay onto YouTube. Like I would always go to YouTube and search like Halo 3 top 10 stickies or top 10 snipes. And like I was always nice. fascinated by the kills that everyone in those videos got, and I wanted to put what I thought was my sick gameplay on YouTube. So I looked into like capture cards and doing all of that. And then that turned into making montages and then kind of yeah. from there just kind of escalated to like general content that creation, was... motion graphics and everything like that. Yeah. I mean, you became seriously talented at it as well, but that, that was the best time Thanks. I'd say to be a part of it all, like to be inspired by it. Cause the top tens in the halo three era were amazing. Like the, the Chris Puckett MLG top tens yeah. and all the montages, the straight ribbon montage that got created, like that paved the way for YouTube montages, YouTube content creation today. So I think you jumped in at a great time and then things started to transition over, but you're not only just creating these montages, you must've been grinding the game too. You're pretty damn talented at halo. I'm not sure if you guys know, but like Muggsy, you've got some serious talent. There's this one clip. I was watching your, your Twitch highlights. There's this one clip I wanted to show. Tony, are you able to, to throw that on for us real quick? <laughs> this is just one thing. There's this a lot yeah, that you sure. put together. <laughs> Tony, where is it? Throw it up. What is it? Yeah, the, no, no, not the, just the, the first clip where he throws the sticky. I just... <laughs> Come on. All right, here it is. <laughs> oh, yeah. This is so sick. Imagine if I got somebody. Oh my! <laughs> Bro! Triple? <laughs> Alright, and that's just one yeah, of like many fact, amazing clues. The, the overkill was right there, but he hid from me. But anyways. Yeah. I, I oh yeah, I think you pointed that out. Getting that well. clip. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You just like narrowly missed the overkill. But that's just like one of the, you know, the crazy things. Like some of your sticks are insane. You're like cross map sticking people. Like I don't know if you've you've been practicing that regularly, but I never nah, it just sticks kind of like goes that. back like... from watching like montages yeah. like Furion, Reed eighteen, like all those guys just like throwing straight up stickies. I do that all the time. Like I'm never yeah. planning to hit somebody, <laughs> but you know. Oh just go for those. Yeah. And and it's not only that, but you've also got this like really hilarious like meme worthy content. I don't know what to call it. I guess I'll call it <laughs> meme worthy content. Tony, we got another video. This one's uh, this like mated clip. You guys, you'll see. This is a classic. One. Uh, 
don't know if you've got that one. There you go. Anytime, anytime they get, uh, you have like a, so let's say, so I guess it's the next time. So it's like two minutes. So that when the next time, okay. So that's when it glitches then. So like the next time it glitches. Anytime, anytime they get, uh, you have like a, so let's say. You, so you could, you do, you want, you, you could do so, you, you do, you could, you, you want, you want him to do you so much. You could do anything. <laughs> So, so I'm assuming all this stuff that you've been putting together, that's kind of what like propelled you into what you're doing today. Um, Cause that, that, that's what I'm assuming like created the foundation. How did you even, did you just watch that and then like think that, yeah, you know, so that would be the right thing to overlay? There's definitely a story behind that little, that little yeah. video. Um, I was watching Nated's, I, I believe he had like a highlight video or something rather on his YouTube channel. Huh. And at work one day I was watching it and uh, I saw that clip and I was, and I noticed that he just was speaking crazy. It was weird. So I went to the comments to see if anyone was talking about it, and like nobody pointed that out. I was like, did no, did nobody watch this? Like, we watched the same video. So I went back to his stream and pulled that out, and and that was the that video of that kid that couldn't speak. That was the first thing that I thought of, and so I put it on there. But yeah, I was yeah, very surprised man. that no one else in his video even noticed that he like nearly had a stroke or something. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's like one of those things that you overlook too. Like in, in Twitch, it's just such a casual, relaxed environment that that streamers like, you know what I mean? If they take their time getting things out, it's people don't even think twice about it. They just, you know, yeah. they're looking for the content, the information. But being able to notice and point out those things and make them into like, you know, meme-worthy content, I think those are like one of the hallmarks of a great content creator, a great, you know, social media. Uh, individual, which that's what's happening with you these days. So you're no longer creating, well, you are creating content, but not as frequently frequently on your channel. Now you're working for right. 343. So here's my uh, my ripped off uh, eavesdrop podcast question because I love the eavesdrop <laughs> podcast. But uh, who are you today, Muggsy? Yeah, no, uh, I'm definitely more of follow Torres these days, my professional alias. Um, uh -huh. Muggsy was, you know, who I am online on Xbox, uh, on YouTube, and uh, unfortunately, just with like how busy this job is, I don't have enough time really to just make content for myself anymore. I still am, mm -hmm. it's just a lot slower. It's at my own pace. Right. Whenever I have time to, or when I get home, if I still feel like being on the computer and creating content, and that's when I'll create content for myself. But lately, mm -hmm. I get home and I just want to relax or game a little myself. So. Know, maybe after the holidays one time opens up i'll be able to start making content for myself but uh today i'm i work for the hcs here at 343 industries and my job is to just make sure that we have nice content going up on social media and that that's who i am today awesome man so so what does that look like in the day-to-day -day as the the social media like content producer what what exactly does your your day look like <clears throat> yeah so i mean at any given point, I'm probably scheduling, developing, or creating content uh, that could be tweets, uh, graphics, or not graphics, but um, like in-game, like screenshots, or uh, I make a lot of gifs of like in-game, uh, like cinematics and things like that. Uh, content, yeah. any any kind of content. Uh, if if it goes up on social, I probably made it. Um, so developing that content and then also like creating the plan of like how all of that content works together. And then definitely yeah. like leading up to events like that ramps up super fast. So like it, uh, right. I mean, I'm scheduling content, creating content, developing content, everything content here at HCS. Right. And I, I imagine it gets crazy at times. There's so much going on, like so much to talk about these days. And that's also why apparently I've got you strictly until 530 CT and I can't keep you more than 30 minutes. Because Taj is like, we, we got this guy on a leash here. He's got stuff to do right after this. So we, we can't keep him too long. Um, but I'm going to start, I'm going to start asking you some, uh, some more nitty gritty questions here. And I know that, you know, you can't answer everything. Some things are confidential guys. So I'm going to ask what I can and we have to respect the information that, that Lalo Muggsy can can give us here. Um, sure. So I'm gonna start by saying, what would you say is like the goal of HCS social media? And uh, and you must have people tweeting at you all day. Like there's so many clips going up these days. So how do you decide what decide what gets posted and what doesn't? Right. Okay. Um, so the goal of HCS Twitter is just to kind of bring more awareness to our game and our esport. Uh, so mm -hmm. however we can reach more people, like that's what we want to do. So, like, with good content, that's a great way to do it. Uh, with um, 
regular regularly active with with a regularly active account. So like we want to hit a number of posts a day. We want to uh, just make sure that you're always going to see HTS on your feed. And um, right. Yeah. So just bringing more people to be aware about about the game, get people to want to play the game, and just get people excited for you know what's to come, whether that be an event or online tournament or whatever the community is doing at the time. Right. That is that is the purpose of our Twitter account, basically. Um, right. Exactly. And what was the second part so of that bringing, question? Well, yeah, just essentially bringing you know Halo to the forefront and getting people to recognize the game and get excited about the game through Twitter, and that's exactly what you're doing. The second part would be uh, how do you decide what gets posted and doesn't get posted? Just as far as like okay. all this content is being thrown at you, maybe maybe I have a yeah, secret yeah. agenda here also because <laughs> you guys know that I, I make my analysis videos. And by the way, uh, my Bitcoin analysis did it did all right recently. So I'm wondering what do I have yeah. to do as well to like to put myself on the radar to get a retweet and and for other. No, yeah, we can uh, I, we can definitely connect on that after. But, oh, okay. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, like I said, uh, there, there, there is. Yeah. There is a lot of content out there. There's a lot happening in Halo on on any given day, like especially with how many people are streaming nowadays. There's just so yeah. much content out there, and um, uh-huh. like we have uh, like a social plan, and we have like a number of posts that we want to meet a day, and uh, we don't want to really oversaturate. But um, uh, like there, there's a quality bar that we want to hit with our with our what we feature on HCS, and um. Mm. Yeah, I mean, it, there's there's not a reason why you haven't been featured. If that's what you're wondering, there's it's just yeah, it just no. hasn't happened yet. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm sorry, I'm sorry if I'm suddenly putting you on the spot here because I I know yeah. that's okay. Like you and there there the thing is, is there's so much amazing content, so I could imagine it's hard yeah. to figure out like what to post. Like a recent thing that you posted, which was sick, was uh, Snipe Downs clip from the the recent qualifier, or I guess it was the $800 tournament or whatever, where you hit that nice triple on the pit. And that has like 2,000 likes right now. So that's like popping off. So there's so many awesome clips. So I'm assuming like, you know, it it would be like, okay, so how sick is the clip? How hard is it to pull off? Who's posting it? Right. And then is there profanity? Like if if there's a swear word, like if somebody (laughs) drops an F-bomb, is that like automatically it's no longer accepted? So when it comes to that kind of... (laughs) That kind of content, like I have been doing that recently with like pulling sick clips, adding a little edit to it, or you know, just yeah, just so it's more than just the the clip itself. And uh, when uh-huh. I what I look for there, or what we look for is the clip has to be, if it's a good clip, like if we're going for like a flashy like clip, then it has to be like amazing. Like obviously, there's mm-hmm. like we don't want to post just anything. We want there, we want you to to want to watch what we post. And if we're we're posting clips, you know, twenty four seven of just average kills, then you're not going to want to watch it. So it has to be amazing um, or extremely funny. So like if, if something really, like if you have a fail, you fall off the map, you betray your teammate on action, like something like, action like we want to, we like want to highlight that too. Yeah. Action man is great for like comic relief. Like his whole stream is, is that essentially. So yeah. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it has to meet that like either an amazing play or, or a really funny play. And then, if uh-huh. th- there are also sometimes where I'll watch something and then I'll think of something that will make it amazing or funny and then I'll just you know do that and run with it. But yeah, there's definitely a, a bar that we want to meet when it comes to. Are you like? Clips. But, are you? Go on. Sorry, sorry. What were you gonna say? I was just gonna talk about the profanity part. Uh, anytime, like obviously we oh, can't okay. control what people are saying when they're streaming and stuff. Right. Uh, I'll try to. Like if it's real, like if it's you know a really bad word like i'll try to bleep it out or you know i've been doing yeah. recently with the with the with the happy birthday grunt sound from the campaign i've been using that a little bit and it kind of adds to the video because yeah. it's a little funny but if if there's just like if it's excessive i'll just stay away from the clip like it's not worth right. the time to try to fix at that point but right so you're like constantly scanning for stuff like this on the internet and seeing like what people are talking about which clips oh, are every, the nicest every i guess yeah, and Every it doesn't day, necessarily I'm... matter, you know, if you're like snipe down or you're some like Joe Schmo. Like, if it's a nice clip, if it's quality, everything has a chance at being Correct. up there. Yeah, I'm not. Yeah, if I see it and it's amazing, if I think the community will enjoy it, it doesn't matter who got uh, it. It could be, yeah, like you said, it could be snipe down. It could be, you know, X four twenty sniper or something. I don't know. It could be right. whoever. Like, <laughs> right. it, it's I'm gonna feature it. So you guys heard it here, like, you know, it doesn't matter who you are, keep grinding those Twitter clips. And if you make something nice enough, I mean, you know, tag Muggsy in there and there's a chance 
it's a chance that HCS, you know, could retweet you to 60,000 followers. And, you know, that I think that'd be pretty exciting just for anybody who's just producing clips because there's so many people putting together nice clips, so many talented players who are like coming out of the, the woodwork here together these gameplays and and speaking about you know giving you know, players prominence and recognition let's actually get into the topic here because i already recognize i'm running at a time quickly but uh but hcs grassroots this is a pretty amazing initiative this is brand new you're giving recognition to to partnered members of the grassroots program they get help and, and support in a variety of different ways so it's an amazing initiative how can you tell or i guess can you tell me a bit about this yeah so i mean essentially our hcs grassroots program is there so we can empower our community and our creators, um, creators, content creators, tournament organizers, like UGC and the likes. Um, if you guys want to, you know, do good for Halo and the community, we want to help you do do that good. And that so we're going to help where we can, especially with tournaments, um, like providing prize pools. We sent, we're sending out Xboxes. We're promoting on social, creating content around the event. Uh, if you're a content creator, like we're going to promo your streams, we're going to promo your content, we're going to make you want to create content for the community. So. Yeah. Tony, we have a list. Uh, Tony, show the list of all the things that uh, Grassroots provides. So if you guys are interested, whether you're a tournament organizer or a content creator, so tournament organizer, you've got prize pool contribution, loaner consoles, giveaways and digital prizes, promotion on social media and halo.gg, content, graphics, sponsor, acquisition support. That's pretty exciting. Uh, sanctioning. And then you've got on content creator side of things, promotion on social media at halo.gg, giveaways, digital prizes, hosting on broadcast channels, content and graphics. So, I mean, looking at that, something that really pops out to me too is, is one of the areas that I feel like I'm lacking in my personal channel, not to keep roping it back in here, but uh, but my branding is pretty weak. I, I, you know, I'd love to have like logo, graphic content like that. Now, I kind of touched on this before we got into the show, but is that something that you guys do? Or are you saying it was like specific graphics packages you wouldn't necessarily be able to make like personalized content for partner members? Or what do you think there? Right, I mean, and and that's not to say that, no, like we'll never create something for a creator. Like it's just right. at the moment, we're more so focused on uh, the program as a whole and just mm -hmm. starting to get it get it off, off the ground and running. So like we, we would rather create a package that all of our creators can use rather than right. you know, use our resources and time for creating something for one person and then having to do that again for you know X amount of creators. So Right, yeah. right. Yeah. And yeah, and I mean they're all part of like a team in general anyway. So it's kind of like that team branding, like you are now part of HCS Grassroots or you've joined like the, the club, like it's a, you know, it kind of gives that that uh that air of of quality to things. Um and so the first giveaway that you've showcased so far is this BR skin. So can we put that up, Tony? You guys can check out that nice grassroots BR skin. Looks pretty slick. Um, so how does this work? How do you enter something like this? I noticed uh like people are tweeting about it. Native, Uber Nick, Vito, Nashman, the first partners are tweeting about this. And then after you answer that, I was gonna ask, uh, is it only in-game items? Could we see bigger things in the future as well? Like where is that just the start? Right. Okay. Well, yeah. So first off, how the the current giveaways were for the Halo 5 BR skin, but then also an MCC nameplate. There's a grassroots nameplate right, for right. MCC. And that um, mm -hmm. when our streamers give them away, it's a code and it gives you both. So you just enter in one code and it activates on both games. But um, mm -hmm. yeah, uh, we we recently started doing those give giveaways with our creators just to kind of see how that would go. Uh, did my webcam freeze, you guys? Yeah, did you adjust something? Mm, I didn't touch anything. That's strange. Uh-oh, Tony. What do we do, Tony? <laughs> oh, wait, wait. I'm holding my breath. Whoa. I don't... <clears throat> Give it a second. There it is. Say you're on Wi-Fi over there, so I'm, I'm here praying. Okay, there. are we good? Okay. okay, it looks like we're back. I think, I think okay. we're okay. Yeah, okay, <laughs> yeah, okay. so um, I was talking about the uh, giveaways. Yeah, so we, we had our... Uh, did it freeze again? <laughs> it, it did, and it, it's a pretty great image this time. <laughs> there we go. Wait, oh. Okay. Yeah, I can't. I'm. I'm gonna. Yeah. I'm just gonna. Okay. I'm gonna sit up. very still in case it freezes again. Um, okay. In short, yeah. uh, we do plan on ramping up the giveaways to be more than just in-game items. Uh, we'll have right. more info on that soon. But yes, the plan is to, as as the program grows, the things that we can offer will grow as well. Okay. Okay. And then. Uh... I'm going to keep talking to a statue of you <laughs> as far as the rest is going. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm really not Should sure we... why it's freezing. <laughs> no. Yeah, that's totally okay. I'm like, I, I wouldn't expect you to know. So uh, should we rerun it 
Tony, do you think, or should we keep it like this? It's gonna be gonna be kind of tough. I mean, we got the audio. Oh, look like the back. Come on, come on, uh, Halo Gods, like three four three Wi Fi. Pick it in. It, look, it looks like it's good now. I think I think it's. Yeah. I think we're good. <clears throat> Okay, so so one big thing I wanted to point out. So you've got the BR scan you're giving away. You could be giving away bigger things in the future, which is awesome. Um, but you have people applying like crazy right now. You've got literally like, oh, yeah. it was like 450 plus applicants. Yeah, we're, uh, we're Tony close to show. 500. Uh, right, yeah. So show the the image, the uh, the tweet about the, the applicants, Tony. There it is. Yeah, so Tashi posted this recently. Uh, we're still working our way through the uh, program. Now, like, so you've got 450 plus and more every day. Uh, as far as applications go and and that you're responding in waves with the first one being before the holidays so that's got to be really soon like the first wave of new applicants coming up pretty soon right right and well that's that's responding to the applicants that's not oh, responding posting. to okay right 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 yeah there's so many right. like so many applicants and we're, we're just trying to do our due diligence and make sure that we're you know bringing in the people who deserve to be brought in and um uh, well, what was the second part of that question? Was it? Well, no. So what I'm asking? thinking, well, because this is this is what I'm I'm going to continue it with. Because because what I'm thinking here is like you've got all these people applying and you're going to respond in waves. But how the heck do you scale a program like this? Because let's say you get like you you know you add ten more people and then you add twenty more people. And what I see so far with the four that you currently have is you're tweeting when they're streaming. You're tweeting like you know their 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 giveaways. Right. Like your Twitter is going to be crazy. It's going to be so cluttered. Right. So how do you see yourself scaling the grassroots program? And what do you think HCS Grassroots would look like if it was a success in the future? Right. Well, for us, HCS Grassroots really is it's a long term play, and um, right. it is going to start a lot slower and ramp up as time goes. Um, mm -hmm. I mean, we're we just want to make sure that we're going to do it right and. Um, as far as how that looks later on, uh, I'm, I'm sure the program will evolve as we start to bring in, like you're saying, so many people. Obviously, like I said before, we don't want to clutter the timeline and uh, yeah. you know, oversaturate with our content. So I'm sure that you know we'll have something in place to where you know the people that deserve to be you know broadcasted and have their their voice heard or echoed, it'll it'll happen. So I'm I'm not worried. I'd rather that's a good problem to have more content than not enough content. Yeah. So um, I'm, I guess I'm just excited to have that problem when, when the time comes. Yeah, yeah, no, I, I see that as well. Um, yeah, so I, I think, you know, if if they, they scale the program and you get extra people coming on, on, that would be amazing. You're still, you know, you're still growing that initiative. Um, but then, <clears throat> so from there, um, if there's, would there be like a limit to the number of partners though? Do you see that that ever like capping out? Like, could you have too many or? Um, at the moment, we don't plan to have a kinda, limit. No. Right. You're just leaving it like you're leaving the cap open completely. Just okay. Okay. So I mean, it's exciting the fact that we're having this partnership. I'm wondering where it's going to go because I think like I think you know the the potential for something like this is amazing, especially for the new content creators that are a part of this. It's giving like a new lease of life here. It's like a new reason to start to commit to work hard and to put out your content because you have this right. to work you know, work towards. I'm really curious to see how it plays out when things start to get bigger. And like, yeah, you're right. It's a good problem to have. We can get, you know, a ton of people joining in. But I wonder if if like you would have to limit it at some point or if we would find a way to have like like maybe large scale events or something that include multiple content creators and then everybody kind of gets a piece and like and yeah. So <laughs> I'm not sure how far we can like we can project right. this in this like uh this conversation here. Um yeah. But um so if you're a content creator and you want to become a part of this, you want to join this HCS grassroots program, what would you recommend, I guess, to, to new content creators? Are there any tips or anything? Like as, as far as when you're looking at these applications, is there like something that you like, like certain variables that are weighted much higher than others? Right. Yeah. As far as, so yeah. What, what we're really looking for in, in our partners for grassroots is um, one, to have a positive voice in the community, uh, two, right. to be consistent with your content and uh, Three have quality content. So if you're hitting those three bars, you're you're going to be a very good candidate. So uh, I guess any advice I have would just to be just to stick to it. If uh, you're not seeing the growth of the numbers you think you should be seeing, uh, don't stop. Just keep yeah. going. Maybe try something different. But um, 
definitely consistency is is probably the most important thing to me is consistency yeah, so consistency and then i guess like upholding a certain level of positivity of course you're being you're being represented by the company so of course right. you guys you got to be careful what you're posting and what you're talking about um and then what about like uniqueness i guess creativity would be a big part of it as well trying yeah, no, to like, that, that is, assert yeah your content yeah that's that's definitely yeah. a big one too is like creativity like what are you doing differently why should we have you in the grassroots program if you make content like so and so who's already in in the program like um yeah definitely creativity and standing out is is good but above mm -hmm. that is positive voice consistency and just a yeah. good quality bar on your content you want to make sure that um any video anyone watches of your content they're going to enjoy it so. yeah okay well i would say you're doing a great job so far i mean you've got action man nated uber nick and vetoed all these guys are amazing content creators i'm really excited to also be able to talk to vetoed right after this and we'll get what his thoughts are as far as hcs nice. grassroots goes i'm excited to see where this scales in the future i have i've got my finger on the trigger as far as applying goes i haven't applied right yet just yet because i i kind of want to feel like when i apply you said consistency was the biggest thing i want to make sure i'm putting out consistent content i'm in a position where i feel like i deserve that role so i'm, I'm right there and i want to be a part of that right. i'm ready to make that jump it's going to happen sure. soon so hopefully hopefully one day i, I can join you guys and uh we'll, we'll create some content uh for hcs as well um but that pretty much closes out everything i wanted to cover today as far as hcs grassroots goes uh thank you so much Lalo, for coming on do you have any shout outs or anybody uh that you'd like to you know shout out for the, the stream uh, I mean, shout out to the HCS team here. I'm I'm still a little bit new, still getting to know a lot of people, but I, I love the team that I work with. Shout out to uh, all my fans that you know watched my montages back in the day that are still keeping up yeah, with man. me. Um, yeah. and then shout out to everybody watching and supporting HCS. All right. Well, thank you so much for joining me, man. I know I had you on a short timeline here, but I'm glad I was able to grab you for 30 minutes and glad that you can give me some more info on uh, HCS Grassroots and we can get an understanding of that program. Excited to see where things go. Uh, thank you so much for being on the show. And yep, uh, thanks for having me on the next guest. No problem, man. <clears throat> Okay, guys, so that wraps up the first half of the show there. You guys get a better sense of HCS grassroots and what to expect from the program. Excited to see where things take us. But if we focus on the present, one of our four members, of course, is Vetoed as a member of the HCS grassroots program. So far, Vito has been putting together some great content. He's done a giveaway on the BR skins as well. Let's get Vetoed on the show and get his perspective. How's it going, man? Hello, hello. It's going great. How are you? Good, man. Nice to have you on the show. It's good to like have That's... you like you followed me on Twitter and I instantly was like, oh, my God, I got to reply and get this guy on the show. I love your content, <laughs> dude. Thank you. I was super excited to be on. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah. How's your day been so far? Uh, pretty good. I mean, I'm going to lie. I was planning to stream a little earlier, but I was like, oh, man, I got to make sure I get everything sorted out. And I'm kind of glad I did like for this because um, I had a lot of webcam issues, a lot of technical issues. So I'm kind of glad I took the time to get everything sorted out. But I learned that. Doing yeah. great, doing great. Super excited to be here. Okay, well, I'm excited to have you here. I want to start with your background from the beginning in Halo, because at the moment, you're a partnered streamer, you're a content creator, you're widely known for your talent in FFA, but I want to know where it all began. I actually went on your YouTube channel, and I went all the way back, like eight years, <laughs> and uh, in the first <laughs> video that you made was a Halo 3 clip where uh, you were going to, like, fall off the edge on Epitaph, and you, you like, crouched, like, you Gandhi hop or something and bounced off the edge. You did, like, a Halo 5 clamber in Halo 3 and somehow right. stayed alive. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> needless to say, you've been playing Halo for a while. So how did you first get into Halo? Um, okay, so that, that's kind of a weird story. Um, basically, I just used to play a lot of video games, right? A bunch of random video games, which nowadays I don't do as much anymore. But... Um, I would try a bunch of video games. Dude, rent video games like, you know, how Blockbuster used to be a thing. And, like, you could actually rent video games and, like, keep them for a while and play them. Uh, used to do that a lot. One of those days, Halo was one of those games. Uh, gave it a shot. I was like, damn, this game is sick. And, like, I got into it, played it more, played some split screen. Um, so I was like, I have to buy this game. I don't think you can just, like, you know, give it back and never play it again, you know? And, yeah. Uh, yeah, I used to split screen with my brother. At some point, I started beating him too much. So, like... I tried looking for people and get them to split screen with me. And all of a sudden, like, yeah. people fell in love with the game. We had land parties and whatnot. And I started all the way back to, like, Halo 2, right? So that was uh, well over a decade ago, which is kind of scary to say. A decade is a long time. But, uh, yeah, yeah started with Halo flies. 2. 
Yeah, that's crazy. Halo, um, Halo 2 was the game, though. Halo 2, like, with the button combos and landing in Halo 2. Like, uh, basement lands in Halo 2 are probably some of my best childhood memories. I got no shame in saying that. That was right. amazing. <laughs> Just, like, staying up until the next morning yep. and drinking, like... I would drink these yep. little chubbies, like those little pops. I don't know if you know what mm-hmm. they call like chubby or whatever. Yeah, we would just stay up <laughs> all night just playing like like rockets and swords, like ridiculous game types mm-hmm. in Halo 2. And everybody was terrible, so it didn't like matter. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's what it's for me um, too, man. And, um, yeah. So eventually picked up. Oh, sorry. No, go for it. Okay. Uh, yeah, I was going to say picked up Halo 3, started playing online. Um, Obviously, it's a different ball game. Went from playing like just friends at a land party to playing online. Completely different skill set. Um, got this yeah. right for a little bit, but you know, kept grinding. It was ranks, you know, the the one to fifty. Wanted to grind it out, and I did. <laughs> Eventually, got better yeah. and like. I used to always go like for for fifties, you know, and that's that was my grind essentially. But eventually, I was like, I want to make YouTube stuff, you know. I, I want to actually like get myself out there. I feel like I'm good enough where like it's entertaining to watch, you know. And uh, obviously, you had to get all this equipment. I was a broke kid, couldn't really afford any of that. So that, that came until later when there was like uh, actual accessible capture cards and like PCs were a bit easier to get. But uh, yeah, it started with like random clips. People would capture them for me and um, I just mm-hmm. put them. And that's, that's why, like, initially my YouTube channel is just a bunch of random like Hill Street clips, Hill Reach clips. Right. Um, but eventually, I started like doing actual content with Hill 5 when I had like a proper setup and everything. And uh, yeah, kind of just kickstart from there. Yeah, so from what I can see, things like really started to kick off with Halo 5 and FFA as well is where you really started to like show your talents. Um, back on your YouTube, once again, uh, you uploaded a gameplay where you played some top champion players. You beat some top champion players, including Nated and Ares. And when I went back in the comments, I noticed that there was a lot of like negativity and skepticism about your gameplay. Like people were saying your connection's yeah. too good or like you were moving faster than a natural Spartan should move or something. <laughs> like people were doubting uh, your abilities. And, and then I went back to some of your early earliest videos and for some reason they have a lot of dislikes like i'm not sure what that's all about so i'm wondering were you met with like doubt from the community in the beginning you had to like prove yourself was there a point i guess where you you felt like you were really lifting off you proved your talent and that you could make it somewhere with the content creation mm-hmm. um that, that's actually a really good question uh initially with halo 5 i think there was such a thing as like uh, i was already good at the game right i've been grinding halo for like so many years now and like i picked right. it up and matchmaking minutes so, like i was going up against pros like right off the bat right and like, right. I was good enough to beat them. I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. Like, why wouldn't I show it off, right? I'm playing against good people. I'm winning. People want to watch that. It's good gameplay, right? But obviously, like, someone is, let's say, like, a big fan of a pro that gets beat. They're like, there's no way this guy's better. What is he cheating? What, what is this all about? Like, you never want to see your, your hero lose. Yeah. You know? It's kind of like uh, a superhero movie. You don't want to see, like, your superhero lose. And that's, that's kind of right, like right. how it was. I, I think people were like, eh, this guy must be doing some, some weird stuff. There's no way he's legit. But, like... <laughs> I will say, like, probably the inconsistency were just, like, maybe theater mode being a little off, and, like, people were, like... Theater mode, that was weird. the comments, too. Yeah, mm-hmm. they were saying, oh, yeah, theater right. has, like, lag time, so this is, like, not real. Yeah. Yeah. But, no, I mean, I feel like I proved myself by just, like, consistently playing uh, top players and beating them. I mean, I, I was streaming my gameplay. There was nothing, like, suspicious about it. I think people, like, kind of, like slowly picked out and, uh, and like, sorry, um figured out that I wasn't cheating or doing anything weird. I mean, I'm streaming it. You can see it, you know? And yeah, yeah I just kept putting out gameplay and people realized, well, this guy's kind of consistent in skill. So, you know, he's probably legit. Yeah, you're no longer yeah. the villain. You became the hero yourself. <laughs> and, uh, you prove yourself. The thing is, it's like yeah. you, you prove your talent. You're, you're beating these pro players. But did you ever compete? Because it, it seems like you don't really have a competitive career. Like, career. like I went back. You actually have like a, a little wiki page, though, where it says you competed in Halo 5. You were only in one event in 2016. It was like a regional finals. So did you ever want to compete or try to compete at some point? Oh, yeah, for sure. I think those are things since like probably all the way to Halo 3. Um, they used to have like these uh, these MLG films on the, uh, the dashboard, the Xbox store, whatever we call that. You could like download yeah. them and watch like the VODs of the events. And I used to like, I was like, wow, this right. is sick, dude. These guys are so good. And like, mm. obviously, I, I always kind of wanted to compete. But I, I mean, I'm Canadian. Um, I was I was a kid back then. I couldn't afford to like travel to the events. It was like a different country. That was way too expensive. Uh, so like, I only played online for like the longest time. And obviously, there was a bit of a kind of a downtime. I don't want to call it dead. Where like, once you drop the the Halo scene, but like between Reach and like uh mcc h2a it was like kind of like mm-hmm. a downtime in terms of 
the competitive scene and obviously it wasn't really an opportunity for me to compete until like i want to say halo 5. um mm -hmm. i could have competed in hoa i didn't really like the game personally i wasn't like super big into it but halo 5 was like oh this game's pretty fun i feel like i'm pretty good and um eventually got some people that i thought were talented I, there was one thing i i started like i had a mindset when i started competing is that i did not want players that were already established or simply like because okay. i wanted to like get myself out there with like new players you know and kind of like have the right, store right. like we're going to come up right and um yeah i found some new some brand new players at the time it was uh barbalized it's called marbs now he changes gamer tag king nick um get free yeah, king nick is amazing now. now yeah and then, king, uh, king yeah, nick is always a free. really solid player and then yeah. and monster as well who's like playing uh, fortnite nowadays more so but yeah, monster, he's yeah, a good player yeah oh yeah so we had this team uh, right off the bat we competed online for uh, it was online qualifiers back then right and mm -hmm. uh our very first series of reverse tournament um sorry i don't want to say series the first qualifier we ended up playing yeah. against like team liquid upsetting them and it was like a big deal right it was like oh my god we're so good but obviously it was like yeah. a three we could have we called it fluke whatever um obviously you got, like third like, fourth this... place or something yeah i think it was fort i think it was fort Something like that. Yeah, third, fourth, yeah. whatever. Um, yeah, obviously, we're writing the hype. We're like, yeah, we're pretty good. Why don't we just like keep trying this out? And then uh, we had like a, a top, was it top 32 placing next qualifier? And then top 16, we're, we're like hovering around top 16. And mm -hmm. eventually, uh, like we made some team changes before. I, I don't want to point fingers at anyone, but like <laughs> some, some people on our team weren't feeling comfortable. So we made team changes. Um, uh -huh. So we ended up like qualifying anyways for the event, right? But it was like with a slightly different roster initially. And obviously it was kind of hard mm -hmm. to compete with like brand new roster going into an event. That's something I would definitely not recommend for anyone. Right. Um, if you're, I would say like always commit to a team and see how it works out, give it time. But uh, yeah, uh, we played in the in the regionals qualifier in like what, 2016, I want to say. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it was 2016. Uh, yeah. Honestly, it did not do too well, I'll be completely honest. Like I said, it was, it was a brand new team at the moment, but I was like, yeah, it kind of like bothered me how uh, so easily one person could just like change the whole team dynamic. And it was kind of mm -hmm. hard to commit to competing with that mindset, just say, just like thinking about the fact that one person can just grab the team and like all of a sudden you're like, oh, well, this is not working out anymore. So is I was that, like, is that what kind of like got you to make the switch to FFA then, I guess? Because then it's all you, it's mm -hmm. all on you, I guess. Or... I, I mean, I was always really big into free for all. I'll be completely honest. I'm just like really into social. Uh -huh. I don't like talking to people when I put online. <laughs> I just do my own yeah, thing. No, that's me too. So, I just shut off completely. And like, I'm that guy when everybody's yeah. complaining, they're like, nobody's calling out. Like, I can hear, <laughs> I can hear them saying yeah. nobody's calling out. I have a headset on, but I'm like, I don't care, uh -huh. man. I'm not gonna call out. Yeah, I'm just playing my game. The same. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. So, uh, so yeah, like I was saying, I was like, I'm just gonna stick to making content. I feel like I can really get myself out there and make it something like somewhat successful if I just commit to it. Because obviously right. I started YouTube before competing, right? Before I even had the, the qualifier and everything lined up. And yeah, um, yeah just went along with that. I was like, I'm just going to dedicate all my time to competing, focus on that, see how it goes. Um, and making content was really like the play that situation. Um, didn't have to rely on anyone. Doesn't matter if like anyone shaded or anything. I'm just doing my own thing. Just got to grind it out, you know? So I was like, all right, well, yeah. this is working out. So I'm just going to stick to it. And competing is kind of like a back burner. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, so nowadays you're making content, you're streaming. Uh, one thing I love about a vetoed stream, by the way, is it's always a fun time. You're hitting sick clips, you're playing a variety of game types, you're doing crazy things. And I just saw this, uh, this one challenge. You do challenges as well, where you had to play with your mouth. Guys, check out this clip. <laughs> oh, you can throw it up. There it is. <clears throat> the challenge where you. I'm not sure yeah, how much you, you one clipped hand out. Right? Using one hand for like this side of the controller. I'm moving with my chin and jumping with my mouth. So the commentary is going to be very limited once again. But yo, we'll try to make it work. Feels like I'm playing inverted or something. Oh! Outplayed. Oh! Yo! No! 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 Oh, I got too excited! Oh! Yo, I'm sick! Let's go, dude! Oh, let's go, dude. Clamber, dude, I'm sick. Okay, there we go. I can just sit there, here like, third. Just gotta hit my, my nose close, my... Oh, dude. 
Oh my. That's awesome. Man. <laughs> oh my god. It, it Dude, looks that, so that funny was... watching you jump with your with your upper lip trying to jump is yeah. so hilarious. You're like you gotta like extend your mouth over. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm wondering like uh, how, how does content like this come about? Is it I guess like a viewer asked you? Yeah, that, that's the wonders of Twitch chat. Twitch chat is always coming up with something else, some some yeah. nonsense in a way. And it's like that's the beauty of Twitch, I think. The streaming in general. Um you have all these minds coming up with ideas and you can just like always ask them they like give you this feedback back and it's great i mean it just started with someone saying oh have you done that i was like what that's a terrible idea i was like wait let me see and then i turned it out it turned out to be pretty funny you know and it worked out somehow um yeah yeah it's, it's really just how it is i asked my chat a lot about like uh, content feedback and like where i should go from there and whatnot and i think it's a really good interaction to have with like as a content creator like asking people to support you all the time and like always tune into your content. Like they watch you for a reason, right? Like they, they like your yeah. content, you know what you offer. So like they can really kind of reflect back and tell you, well, this was good. So you should like try something like that, you know? And yeah, yeah. I, I, I will say I've never done anything like this before. That was a out of nowhere, but, um, do you, do you have like a personal <laughs> favorite challenge that you've ever had to do? Or like, uh, what is your favorite I mean, thing that you like to do typically when you stream as well? <clears throat> um, I like to just like, honestly, just kind of go hard in my stream. I just focus, zone in, yeah. listen to some music, like trying to hit some clips. Um, at, at this point, I, it's kind of rare that I go for challenges on stream because I, I like doing that as a, as YouTube content because I think it's really the best way to like watch a challenge, you know? You can like kind of condense it. Right. You don't have to, people don't have to watch all the fails and all the, the, the terrible mistakes that come along. So that's right, why right. Like, YouTube's excellent. Like edit the, the terrible stuff out. But um. So they didn't uh, show yeah, the yeah. six games where you play with your mouth where uh, where you did horrible. Is that is that what happened? <laughs> no, I, no. Was that was the did first... you play with your mouth for like an hour before? Yeah. That was the first game, really? No, no. That was the first attempt. Yeah, that was actually the first game I played. And wow. I streamed that. And I was like, wow, let me just put that on YouTube. No, it's way too good. <laughs> so that's that's what I, I, I just imagine like I just imagine like playing with my mouth all day long just to get that one <laughs> video and making it look like it was the first attempt. Oh yeah. Like, oh man. That that's what happens with my content too. I just like I'll retake and retake and retake until I'm comfortable yeah. with it, and it looks like it's just oh, it's one try. That was badass, you know. Right. But like it's tough, man. Like I had to do it over and over to get it the way that I wanted. The timings right, you know. So um, yeah. So as far as content creation goes, though, of course, there's been some big changes happening in the world of Halo. We've had the switch from Halo Five to the recently polished MCC. But one of the biggest initiatives is HCS Grassroots, and you're one of the first partnered members on HCS Grassroots. Congratulations, man. How, how did this happen? Um, I'll be honest. It was kind of out of the blue. Um, one day, Tashi just reached out to me and was like, so I have something to talk to you about. I had no clue. It was like some some random late night Discord call. I was like, all right, sure. He uh, was like, it asked, can you can I call you right now? I was like, okay, sure. And I, was I just it, was it Layla? Pick up. No, it was uh, Tashi. Oh, Tashi, okay. Yeah, so... Um, yeah, he, he just mentioned that, like, kind of generally speaking, I wasn't too sure at first, but I was like, yeah, that sounds like a really, really dope idea. And um, I was on board pretty much instantly. I was like, that, that only positives can come out of that, you know? And yeah. uh, honestly, I, I'm really glad I did because this is turning out to be like way more than anything anticipated. And I think it's really, really good for the future of the, the Halo community and the Halo in general. That's pretty much like one of the best um, initiatives they could have done. Especially like in this stage of a Halo Five and like the transition period between Halo Five and Infinite, um, this is the perfect yeah. time. It's it's kind of a way for the community and content creators to like kind of push Halo in the direction they want it. And um, that's what I'm really excited about. It. You know, people some people like to complain about, I wish it was we played this instead or like we did this or you know, but like grassroots mm -hmm. is pretty much well the community can do you can do whatever you want just like take the initiative, you know, and that, that's why I'm so excited for yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely creating that that like level of communication between the content creators and then the developers of the game. And you feel like there's there's more of like a it's more synchronized in that way. Right. There's something exciting yeah. about it. At the same time, I feel like it's something that they really have to do as well. We can't just have like mm -hmm. this hiatus with nothing between now and infinite. I think yep. the best thing they could do is just 
build a nice, strong, deeply rooted community. So it's giving these mm-hmm. you know, these content creators an opportunity to to create that content. I'm sure, like, has it inspired your content creation? Do you feel like you're you're pushing out more videos? You're streaming more oh. often because it's like kind of sparked a like inspired you to do that? Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I definitely will say that it got me way more into streaming. And uh, yeah. I think for a lot of people too, it's been really motivating. Like even people who aren't part of the, the grassroots program yet, uh, I think it kind of motivates them to like grind and get themselves out there. And I think that's a great sign, like more content creators and more motivated people is definitely what the community needs at a stage like this. And um, yeah, as a content creator, uh, especially what they do with like the giveaways and like helped us with that, it's really giving us like a huge boost out of nowhere, you know? And obviously, yeah. Boosts like that are always something welcome as a content creator. Like you're never going to complain. I'm like, oh man, I have more people watching my stream, more more people on Twitter. Oh man, nah, that's always more a good thing. You know, follow so. my Twitter to give away <laughs> yeah. this skin. Yeah. Damn it, yeah. Like the requirements yeah. are like, follow me, follow HCS. <laughs> I'm sure you just get like a, a list just because people want that skin. You just get all mm-hmm. these new followers. That's gotta be yeah, good. Is there like a like a direct line of? Yeah, yeah. Is there like a constant communication between you and a member of the HCS team, or is it just kind of oh, like yeah, they pop sure. in, they're like, here's the new thing, or you can kind of just like at any time you can chat with them? Oh, we can kind of chat whenever we want. Um, yeah. Honestly, they do reach out to us with like, oh, we're going to try this or, or that. I think it's kind of like because we're um, the first wave of content creators, you know, we're kind of still figuring it out. Mm-hmm. And yeah. Yeah, they, they reach out to us. They're like, all right, so I'm going to do this from you. It's not, it's not like, anything complicated or like a big workload or anything. It's usually like a little thing, like a write a little bio or something, or maybe I'll put like a, a clip or something, whatever, you know, um, yeah. do the giveaway at this time. So like we don't overlap and we get like the, the, the maximum efficiency I want to say out of a giveaway. Um, yeah. yeah, usually like it's pretty simple. We can bounce feedback like off them and they like ask us if we, if this is working out or whatnot. Um, we check like the metrics and whatnot and the analytics, the numbers, whatever. See like, is it helping or is it not? You know, cause obviously like if it's, mm. if it's not helping and everything is going downhill, they kind of want to know, <laughs> but it's not like that at all. You know? <laughs> but yeah, we, we talk yeah. a lot. It's a uh, really, really nice communication. I like the, the soul it, discord like set up been... or like we can, sorry. Okay. So, so it's on discord as well. You guys are kind of communicating through there. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Discord, Twitter. We just like, yeah. It seems like it's been going pretty well so far. Um, and then I kind of want to, because like now you're you're playing all these Halo games. You've got like some new inspiration, I guess, to play more. Uh, you've been jumping between Halo 5, Halo 3. Now that Halo 5 is kind of like, I hate to say this, but everybody's like, oh, you know, Halo 5 is dead now <laughs> or whatever it is. But you you kind of started with Halo 5 as far as like where you got recognized. You came up in the, the advanced movement era of Halo, let's say. What did you think of Halo 5 looking back on it, just out of curiosity? Um. Honestly, I think it pushed forward in a really good way, but mm. I had my issues with the game. That's no secret. Like on stream or in my YouTube content, like for the longest time, I made a whole like YouTube series on how I considered the automatic weapons were powered. I made like a whole road to champions in oh my God. automatic weapons. And uh, yeah. yeah, only ARSMGs, whatever. Uh, I would just like go to town on people. Actually, like it was working out so well, it was kind of scary. And yeah. it was kind of a way for, for like, to show that I think automatic weapons are overpowered, I think they would they should do something about it. But you would do like a just Spartan uh, charge thing as well, right? Oh yeah, that, that like was just yeah, that was a one off. That was a thing. Yeah, uh, yeah, 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 it was a one off one. Yeah, that's kind of my way of like showing that things should be like kind of looked at a little bit. Obviously, like it's yeah. me, it's me, like low key flexing my skill as well. But like, <laughs> thing, like I should not be able to do that, you know? But, right. Having said that, I think uh, something I really, really like about Halo 5 is definitely, I think Thrust as an ability in itself is a pretty fun mechanic. That's something I would personally, moving forward, keep in Halo. But obviously, mm. I, I think, like, I've started playing since, like, Halo 2, right? So I right. grew up with classic Halo. This is what I'm familiar with. Um, having said that, I think the simplicity in Halo is something we need just because... Yeah. It's a, it's a really weird reason, but I think it's easier to get into, and it's like simpler to watch from like a viewer's perspective. Sorry, um, even as a new player, you get back into it. It's just like oh, you're just shooting your gun, moving simply. You just gotta know your jumps on the map and like know your angles, know your, like know the callouts, have good communication. Um, having said that, I don't I don't think like Halo Five is really as bad as people make it sound. Like the the small issues yeah. that I have with it are probably just like bugs, like. Um, 
sometimes bullets and blanks like blank melees just like drop out of nowhere and just like oh that's annoying which we're experiencing in all the halo games unfortunately blank melee that, that, that is true super that is annoying true. yeah yeah um but no I, I mean there's definitely a lot of good things that came out of halo 5 and honestly i would not i would not do it any differently i, I would do it all over again the, the way it was it was a learning experience in some ways and um it personally made me really excited for the future especially with like how i feel like uh 342s interacting with the community and like the feedback they're, they're paying attention to and whatnot i'm pretty excited about like whatever comes next but yeah, yeah i, I feel like it kind of yeah like it almost it almost kind of needed to happen you know like there yeah, were a definitely. lot of mistakes and and like the autos are way too powerful and there's there's too many abilities and it's too hard to understand yeah. at first glance like you said you like the simplicity of things i agree with all that i think like you know making those mistakes and, and going through that transition i think hopefully you know 343 and everybody mm -hmm. as a community has kind of learned something and they could they could start off at a way better you know starting point with the next exactly. title it, it does make you pretty excited for what's going to come next especially with the the community mm -hmm. focus more of a direct yeah. connection between the community the developers the fact that we've you know we've, we've taken all this time to transition halo to where it is now and you get a sense of like like what competitive halo needs to look like after we've gotten to this final version of halo 5 and we can see the excitement for halo 3 i right. think they've got to be able to find a middle ground right like exactly. that's and i like how you said that's you like, the important part sorry yeah yeah finding something that's like sorry I, Go for it. <laughs> Sorry, there's that's like the a thing about, that's that's the thing about live chat, man. It's so dumb. Yeah. We're like, we're, eventually one day I'll sit down beside somebody and it'll be like a real conversation. But like, that's right. the thing is when you have like two passionate Halo fans just trying mm -hmm. to talk about it, and there's like a there's like a live chat, and there's a the wall of timing that we right. got to get used to. But go ahead. Okay. okay, I was gonna say like I do want to clarify something. Um, I love Halo Three to death. It, it is my favorite game by a long shot. Okay, before anyone gets me twisted. Yeah. Um, Halo 3? I am so glad. Yeah, Halo 3. I love the fact that, like, Grassroots is a thing because it gives uh, the community a chance to hype up Halo 3 for Westworth as a competitive game. And I kind of have my with Halo 3, too. Like, my issue is, like, I, I hate the BR spread. I would throw it out the window and never talk about it again. Um, <laughs> it's kind of clunky here and there, but, like, it's yeah. my favorite game by long shot. Like, there's nothing sicker than someone hitting a no scope across the map for, like, an overkill and just, like, oh, my God, that was so sick. Like, you, can, you get excited every time you see a no scope, like, in competitive, like, you're, oh, my God, that was nasty. You saw the hype, like, at um, yeah. the last Hill 3 tournament, the doubles tournament. Um, you know, when Roy hit that, that double kill, everyone was, like, popping. Right, was like, oh, right. my God, that was so sick, you know? Yeah. And that's something that, like, uh, Hill 5 kind of struggled to capture because everyone kind of knew, like, how, how easier the sniper is and whatnot. But that, that's what's so good about, like, simple gameplay and, like, having a challenging gun. You're just like, oh, when this guy hits a shot, you know, that's sick, you know. And that, that's why, like, I hope we can find, like, kind of middle ground between the good parts about Halo 3 and, like, throw away the bad and the good parts about Halo 5 and throw away the bad. And, like, you kind of merge it and get, like, the, the ultimate yeah. combination. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm yeah. glad that, like, we're going back to that. Yeah, because there's something so... Time something so gratifying about the gunplay right like like you're saying like shooting the br shooting the sniper and landing the shots just feels so satisfying because there's so much little nuance that goes into it like the the aspect of leading your shots and understanding the spread on the br and like where to put it in every single situation like that that makes things so satisfying so i i think in ace when i was talking to ace he brought up a great point about that as well it's just the gunplay just has depth and has it's just feels good to shoot things so i think that's that's where they really got to bridge the gap is like kind of you know bringing things back, dialing things back a little bit from Halo 5 to the point where you can expand the depth in gunplay and have guns that are like really satisfying to use. Because if it's too fast, then you have to, you know, build up the bullet magnetism a little bit to compensate and then things yeah. get a little crazy. And then the gunplay takes a bit of a hit. It doesn't feel quite as satisfying. But even when you said like you like having the thrust, that's the thing is like the thrust is kind of cool. Like there's there's uh, this kind of interesting like mental aspect to it where people at first glance are like, oh, you have a thrust, you can get away, it's easy. But like when you're in a battle and there's a thrust in play, it's there's a very specific time that you want to use that thrust and you want to predict when they're yeah. going to thrust and the direction they're going to thrust. Yeah. And based on your prediction, you can capitalize and completely destroy them, right? So understanding those little nuances makes it so exciting. So if you dial it back yeah. a bit, but you still have some of those mechanics that add that depth and then improve exactly. the gunplay, the feeling of the gunplay, we, we could have something awesome. Like I think there is a sick That's exactly hybrid. I feel. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, the more I talk to these pros, the more I, I feel like we're kind of leaning to that aspect. Like, the guns need to feel better. They need to be more gratifying because Halo's always been about shooting your gun. Like, that's you, you have a good shot, you excel. Like, your, your reticle placement needs to be like to a T, 100%, like memorized, like locked in at every single corner that you turn. Like, gunplay was so mm -hmm. important that that needs to be prominent 
in the next Halo. So, <laughs> yeah, this is me just going off at this point. But um, no, I yeah, completely agree. That's like, what I was going to say. If, if there was the, the word delay and like everything, yeah, it's exactly what I'd left, uh, I was going to say. I mean, that's how I yeah. feel. Uh, the gunplay is such a big part of a game. And like, you know, when someone has a good shot, like they're, they're out, like out there for that, you know, like people like APG, like, yes, it's aggressive play style. It like, it was like praised upon for like the longest time. Like, you just pushes in and hits all the shots, you know, it's sick. Or someone like Rory is just like known for having the sickest BR, and you just like you see him like hit some crispy like four shots or like a little yeah. scope across the back. You're just like, oh, this is so satisfying to watch. You know, it's simple, but like it, it's just you know, it's hard to do. You can't just go in there like, oh yeah, I can do that easily. Nah, you're like yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, for somebody who who doesn't know it as well, it's like so easy to just understand. It's like, whoa, he messed that guy mm-hmm. up. He like hit those shots. It's not happening like crazy yeah. quickly. And then for the some mm-hmm. like the for the advanced player, it's even cooler because you know how he had to lead those shots. You know, like how like what kind of you know mindset he had to have coming into that battle just to remain confident in his strafe throughout the entire time and not like you know windmill or anything, whatever. There's just so many like little mm-hmm. nuances um, that yeah. that you can appreciate as an advanced player. So a lot mm-hmm. of. Uh, lot of exciting things there so hopefully hopefully they you know they're listening they're keeping a, a close ear on things because i feel like we're, we're seeing a lot of hype from this new inclusion of halo 3 i'm really excited to see what happens with the ugc event yeah. coming up and, and what we see from there and and the future of halo could be pretty damn bright man like i i think it's, it's time to be positive guys i think we've got to change our minds yeah. <laughs> i feel um, that i feel that yeah so so you're saying it's refreshing playing halo halo 3 your favorite titles halo 3 um, and then as somebody who's, you played everything when it comes to Halo, like you're, you're the type of person with your content, like you've tried all the modes, you've tried Warzone, you've tried social playlists, you've tried competitive. Uh, are there any other like little things that you think Halo Infinite would need to have when it drops, like to, to really be um, successful? Yes, actually the most important thing I feel like as a content creator, at least a YouTuber, is to have a good theater mode. And that's something that yes. Halo 5 was kind of weak on uh theater mode slash spectator mode needs to be like damn near flawless and obviously it's easier said than done but like if you look at a game like halo 3 that was like obviously way ahead of its time um i yeah. think it has a really good core of like how people expect it and want it to be and i think like having that would make montages and like gameplay and everything so much better and i will say this uh as someone who streams a lot with music on sometimes like i want to take some gameplay that i like some gameplay that was sick for my stream right like obviously mm-hmm. I can't put it on YouTube because there's like there's music and it gets like copyrighted. I'm just like, oh, right. dang, I guess now I'm putting that. If I had like tier like Halo 3, I can tell you like how many more videos I would have put out that like I have sick gameplay. I'm just like I could have re-recorded it without music, you know? But obviously, yeah. because I had music that one time I'll I'll never see a YouTube. And I think yeah. that's why like that's one reason it's so important. Like for montages, getting angles or like just reviewing gameplay and like showing it the way exactly the way it happened. I think it's so so important. Yeah, and um, from Halo Five, something else that was really good is obviously Forge mode and like the the depth of custom games. Um, Definitely. obviously Halo Five didn't launch with Forge, and it was improved upon like quite a bit over the, the course of the years. Right. Uh, this needs to be a tool like right off the bat, you know. Not much was asked. We need to just build upon like what we have right now and make it even better. So yeah, yeah. we need to launch with those things working exactly the way they should, in my opinion. Yeah, I completely agree. That's the thing is like you're saying forge mode, theater mode needs to be right. And I'm thinking back to Halo 5 and I'm like, wait a second, like they weren't even there or like the theater mode was there, but it was seriously lacking in the start. And like they had yeah. the esports mode, but they didn't they didn't get the observer mode till later. And even the observer yeah, mode like has room for improvement as well. So like there's so many little aspects. Yeah, going back to Halo 3 and trying to use the Halo 3 theater, especially if you're like trying to analyze gameplay, you don't know how much of a nightmare it is. It's it's not worth yeah. it. It's just terrible. Like and you can't highlight other players like so I can't tell where anybody is. I can't explain the plays, you know? So like you said, like the theater mode needs to be easy to use and you need to, need to help people make the best content they can make seamlessly, right? If you can make it so that right. the game looks amazing and that content creators can create more content easily, like that's going to make the game explode. So I guess theater mode, that's mm-hmm. that's one clear cut way to, to allow the game to be showcased in, in you know the best possible way whatsoever. So I, I completely agree there. I think that's huge. It would be sick if you could from theater, press a button and snap into the POV of the player that you're looking at. And this is just me thinking from like analyzing gameplay, mm-hmm. but I'll I'll zoom around the map and then I'll get behind a player and I just want to press a button and snap into his POV and then just start casting right. from there, if that makes sense. So like yeah, being able to sick, do actually. little things like that. 
Yeah, I think that'd be really cool because then you can just kind of like snap out of a player, move the camera, bam, now I'm behind, you know, Frosty or somebody else who's playing it. It's just very seamless. So like whatever we can do to to make the action as engaging as possible, right? Completely agree. Yeah, guys. So make Halo great again. (laughs) This is, uh, (laughs) you heard it here, Vito and I talking about some of the biggest things that Halo Infinite needs. And I I think these are some things that a lot of people can agree on. Um, And that overall kind of wraps up what I wanted to talk to you uh, about today. I've got a couple things here, though. Where can we find you next? Uh, do you have a, sc- a stream schedule at the moment? Do you expect to get back into the YouTube grind anytime soon? And then I also noticed you've been playing some Smash Bros recently, which is sick. I'm a huge Smash fan. Uh, do you, are you going to be like strictly playing Halo from here on out, or do you see yourself like branching out into other titles? So, Okay. Um, well, rather by you can find me on Twitter.com for slash Vito, Twitch.tv for slash Vito. Uh, pretty simple to remember. Those are the, the main two hubs. I'm on YouTube as well. I haven't been uploading too much, but it's also slash Vito. Mm-hmm. Um, to answer your question, I will definitely like, I will stick a minute for, to Halo for a while. That that never changes. I think for the foreseeable future, I'll be honest, I don't think I can really see myself like branching off. Uh, right. Obviously, I want to see, I want to wait and see until like Infinite is really like as good as, as it has the potential to be. Like, I'm not going to make yeah. a decision right now. But Obviously, I'm gonna wait until Infinite. I like. I'm just too excited. You know, I can't not play the next Halo game. But um, I know we yeah. don't know how uh, we're waiting though. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That is true. But yeah, for the foreseeable future, uh, definitely enjoying Halo Three. I dabble in Halo Five still every now and then. That's just because I want I want to hit my clips for my my next montage, probably my last nice. Halo Five montage, as far as I can not tell. True. Yeah, and um, yeah. yeah, I've been playing a little bit of Smash on the side. Sometimes I play Destiny. But obviously, I'm really enjoying Smash right now. It's I've been into like uh, Smash Brothers since like '64. Like that's even further back than Halo. Uh, do you follow Melee at all? Oh, of course, I love Melee. That's where it all started. Yeah. Like, let's go. Uh, yeah, my interest <laughs> in Melee is like it's probably like the, the esports I watch the most beside Halo. Obviously, nice. um, I love Melee so much, and it's like that scene is what really made me want to play Smash again. You know. If I could run a uh, melee yeah. show, I would. I would run a melee show one day too. That's that's yeah. the dream, man. <laughs> that that game is also yeah. so sick. Yeah, man. I mean, mm-hmm. the, all the personalities—they're kind of. It's kind of similar because these Halo scene and the melee scene have grown like simultaneously beside yeah. each other. They shared the same stages. They were like two of the biggest, I guess, like esports oh. titles. Like when you think when MLG first started, it was it was Halo yeah. and it was Smash Bros. So uh, you know, seeing those grow and the personalities that came out of there, like there's so many amazing personalities from both sides. So I feel like mm-hmm. those two scenes are kind of like interconnected. Yeah, I've always said that too. There's a lot of Smash Bros. You like you used to play Halo, like Halo Two. Yeah, because like yeah. we're big around the same time with MLG, like you said. And a lot of Smash Bros. Love Halo Two because the button combos. It's like very um, actions per minute intensive. You know, like you just click your controller all the time, and it's just like yeah, yeah. There's definitely a, a parallel there. Yeah. All right, Vito. Well. Thank you, man, so much for joining me. I think we've covered everything so far, and uh, and I'd be happy to. Maybe we can do a little bit of an update someday in the future. We get closer to oh, Infinite, and I'll start bringing you guys on. We can we can get excited about some actual context. We have nothing so far. We we've got no idea mm-hmm. except for that that opening trailer that we had that doesn't really reveal much. Yeah. But uh, but thank you so much for joining me on the yeah. show, man. Do you have any shout outs? Thank you for having me. Uh, yeah, no problem. Um, any shout outs? I mean. I want to give a shout out to HES, obviously, because it's the reason like this even came to be, I think, because we're talking about grassroots, obviously. Um, yeah, obviously, big shout out to Tashi Muxi for for picking me up. Um, except for that, I, w- I want to give a shout out to to Twitch Prime. I don't know if you guys heard, but no, I'm just kidding. No, but uh, except <laughs> for that, yeah, I, I guess it's a good time. Just check you out on Twitch. Uh, I stream a lot. I don't have a set schedule, but yeah. yeah. All right, uh, that's pretty much it. Uh, I want to give a shout out, shout out to my beautiful girl, Stephanie, Lady Jupiter. I don't know if she's Aww. watching. Uh, she's at work. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I had to. I had to. But that way, when she'll, she'll check this you out. Had to, like, man. He's a, he's a gentleman, guys. You got to shout out the lady. You always, always include the lady oh, to shout man. out. Man, thank you so much for coming on the show, man. And uh, and hopefully we can chat again in the future. Have a good night, man. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. You too, man. Thank you for having me. No problem. All right, guys, this is the moment you all been waiting for. I know there's a bunch of guys in the chat who are like, when's he going to give away the team pass? Where's the damn team pass? All right, Tony, we're going to send it up now, guys. Get your keyboards ready. Get to UGC.GG. Is it UGC.GG? I I should know this, but it'll come up in a second. Get yourself ready, guys. We've got our team pass to give away. We're going to throw up the graphic right now. And can I, can I, what, you want me to go through before I give? 
Okay. All right, guys. One second. I'm sorry. We got announcements, guys. We got to give away some announcements because once I give you guys this team pass, you're going to all leave and you're not, you're not going to get to hear these amazing announcements. Okay. So the first announcement I want to, I want to bring up to the stream is one of our casters that are going to be joining us. I'd like to welcome Onset as a member of the casting lineup. Check it out. Holding, what is that? Like a little mini Christmas tree there. He's, he's prepared for the holidays. These beautiful graphics we got here with, uh, with Onset joining us in casting. Um, Yep. Okay. I'll read all these off. We got a bunch of things to talk about, guys. Some huge, huge individuals to announce. The next one following that is going to be Walshy joining us in the casting lineup. Super excited to announce Walshy joining in the casting. He's also going to be doing a little bit of analyst work as well. You guys know Walshy is an amazing analyst when it comes to competitive Halo. So that's an exciting individual to have on the show as well. And of course, guys, we've got the Halo 1 2v2 tomorrow on UGCesports.gg. That's going to be huge. Halo 1, guys, I know the Ogres are running that game still, so I'm wondering if they're going to be there as well. They're probably going to clean up everybody, but I'm sure there's some great Halo 1 players who, uh, who have an opportunity to showcase their skills in that coming up tomorrow. And then on the featured station for, for the Halo UGC event, we have a couple casters to announce as well. I don't think we have a graphic for this, but we've got Caster Butters. Welcome, Caster Butters the team we've also got sean spaceman rogers welcome spaceman to the team then we have tyler trooper schumann or dave is that the same dave through oh i thought dave through was trooper there's two different things okay so we got trooper welcome and we've also got dave through who's also going to be casting on the feature station so we've got a whole lineup of casters for the feature station we've got multiple streams going for this event of course there are tons of games to expect to, to get excited about and we're also going to have to remind you that we have a close on the registration, guys. Registration is closing on December 20th for team passes for Halo Classic. So if you're on the fence, you're about to pull the trigger, you better pull that trigger soon, guys. You've got till December 20th to pick up your team passes, and then things are getting locked, and we are, we're going to have our dedicated teams going forward with the event. And now, now we can do our damn team pass giveaway, all right? Our team pass giveaway, and you're going to jump in right before the end of registration here. you got an opportunity to compete against the best of the best for the biggest Halo event coming up. Tony, let's put up the code. Get your keyboards ready. There you go. UGCstore.gg. That's the website. There you go. And it's H3-4v4 is the code. Go grab it, guys. H3-4v4. Remember, if you're on Mixer, you got an advantage here. you got a couple seconds of delay on that buffer. We'll see who grabs it. Whoever grabs it, let us know on Twitter. We'll retweet. We'll give you the uh, the congratulations, the shout out, and uh, and you can you can join us at UGC St. Louis, guys. It's going to be huge. We've got January 11th, 12th, and 13th for the biggest Halo event to kick off 2019. Probably one of the biggest Halo events of the year. Hopefully, the start of some great things to come for Halo Classic and Classic Halo fans, Halo fans across. North America and beyond, guys. So this is such an exciting way to kick off our year. Thank you guys so much for joining me on the show today. And like I said, I guess this would be the Christmas episode for now. We're still figuring that out. I'm going to keep you guys posted on when the next episode is coming up. But of course, next Tuesday, we have Christmas. So Merry Christmas, guys. And then after that, we have our new year. So I'm going to figure out how the episode's going to work around these dates. But the next big thing coming up after that, very shortly after that, is the event. So we're getting super close to the event at this point. And of course, I'm sure you guys are excited for that. Anyway, that closes our show for today. Thank you so much for joining me on HCS Weekly. I'll see you guys next week.